Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Rebound comes down to Morris with three seconds. Long outlet to Mann. He beats the Jazz down and Donovan blocks it from behind. He was going to make a layup at the buzzer and Donovan hustling his way down the tunnel. Blocked it first and then headed to the locker room. Coffee driving with the left hand, tries to bounce it through traffic off Gobert's leg, picked up by Clarkson. Given to Oney. In the open floor, he gets it ripped away by Jackson, who saves it right back to Oney. Hands to Clarkson, clip shot no good. Loose ball rebound, Rudy has it, knocked out of his hands, Rudy recovers. Bullets it up top to Ingles. Head fakes a drive to Patterson. He flops, no whistle. Ingles retreats out, fires the three, got it! Dubok turning, driving, spiked by Gobert. Absolutely eviscerated. Here comes Donovan on the push, crossing over, driving hard to the lane, hands to Rudy, hide the women and children, he's coming high and hard with a right hand. Hammer, 20 for Rudy. And the Utah Jazz win again, that's nine in a row, that's 20 out of 21, they beat the Clippers. Rudy Gobert, a 20-20 game again. PK, once you found out, no Kawhi Leonard, and of course no Paul George, we already knew that yesterday morning. Don't the Clippers basically become a 500-ish team? And don't the Jazz handle those teams pretty routinely? And isn't that what we saw last night? Yeah, I think we saw that Jazz didn't have the intensity in the first half because they didn't need it. You were playing the Clipper JV team, which, you know, there's still some decent guys on that ball mm-hmm. club. It's not like they don't have any talent beyond those two, but clearly those two are the stars. And I'm hearing from my Los Angeles source that the Paul James or Paul James Paul George uh, injury is a lot worse than the Clippers want to lead uh, let you on so we'll see about that how many games he's out but yeah that Jazz realized all right enough of this we're, we're done fooling around here and so they took it to him in the third quarter and that was pretty much it yep ran away in the fourth ran away and hit built a 20 point lead again which is pretty weird given they were down five but they can turn it on and uh uh <laughs> it just—it's getting so routine here. It's really ho hum. I know, right? Nine in a row, twenty out of twenty-one. It's the question I put on Facebook. Ho hum, huh? Ho hum. We will get to that coming up next. Clippers and Jazz again tomorrow night. It's ESPN game at eight o'clock. And the other news of the day, and you just heard it in the last segment because uh, everybody's working on stories about Quinn now, and everybody's getting player reaction. Quinn Snyder, head coach of the West team in the All-Star game. They haven't formally announced that there will be a game. We're assuming it's going to be March 7th in Atlanta, and it won't look they like haven't? a normal All-Star weekend. Everyone's like, talking about it, but the league hasn't announced it, but it leaked out, and nobody's <laughs> denying it. It's the weirdest thing, but it's the weirdest Everyone's season. talking about you like Draymond Green? Yes. Everyone is criticizing Everyone the <laughs> is talking about the All-Star game. I, don't, you know, I haven't heard my wife mention it at all, not even once. Everyone except PK's wife is talking about <laughs> well, it. Mrs. Honey's K. talking about it? Now, my wife would have a better chance of talking yeah, she, about it than no, Honey. No, she actually asked me last night because it came up during the broadcast and she was sitting there watching the game with me. Oh, she, uh, were you holding hands? No, we were not. Oh, back in the day you would have when you were watching the Gauchos. You know you would have. <laughs> watching the Gauchos. BigWestTV.com. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. 
Joel turns, faces, holding that pivot foot with left foot. Now makes a move down low, spins it in the middle, puts it up with a jump hook and in. Clutch hoop by Embiid. Zach with the touch, fakes right, goes left, steps back, left side, three. Bam! Big time onion, Zach Levine. Steph holding high up top on the left side. Now none crowds him a bit. He's driving right over to the wing, backs it out again with a left-hand handle, crossover dribble, fires a contested three. Oh. Cash me out one time! Dame walks it across the timeline. The shot clock at 18. Blazers down one. Dame takes off, dribbles, drives. He's bumped. He throws it up and banks it in! Damian Lillard has an opportunity for a three-point play as he gives the Blazers the lead with 16 and a half seconds remaining. Damian Lillard with the big hoop there, the three-point play, the final points of the game as it turns out. Portland wins again. They beat New Orleans. Blazers 126-124. There's some curious stuff at the end of that game, PK. How do you feel about Lonzo Ball taking taking a deep three? Down two with 10 well, seconds I'm to go. Not as good as if it's a shorter three. Uh, what are you doing, Pelicans? Zion he, was he open? Finished with 36 in the loss. Was he open? Yeah, sure. But it's, mm, 27-footer? I don't know. I mean, they leave you open for a reason, don't they? Uh, you there was still time open. to go get a better shot. It was a two-point game. I don't know. They got the offensive rebound, and they missed another shot. So, Man, well, What difference does it make yeah, for New Orleans? I mean, they, I, I would rather have guys have confidence and miss than be tentative because once you're tentative, you've got no shot to go, go in. Um, that's the way I look at it. So Alonzo Ball didn't get to the league because of his shooting. He's probably going to be traded at some point. He's sort of a journeyman player, but... I mean, it's New Orleans. They're the new Minnesota. Yes, man, they're going to be really good some uh, very soon. The Denver Nuggets get beat by the Washington Wizards, 130-128. to Bradley Beal wins it, free throws with a second left. The Nuggets sending guys to the line multiple times down the stretch, trying not to foul a three-point shooter, and wasted a, uh, a big night by Jamal Murray. Jokic had a big night, too, but Murray was hot down the stretch with 11 points in the last three minutes, a couple of big threes in the final minute, but... Can't get it done. Wizards get the win. Any other games you would like to discuss? The Warriors escape. They beat the Heat again. They get the beat the Heat 120 to 112 in OT. Heat had a chance to win that game at the buzzer and missed the shot. Paid in OT. They're all games to me. Yeah. Steph Curry, 5 of 20 from 3. There's a stat line you don't see every day. Cleveland Cavaliers coach J.B. Bickerstaff said that nobody's opinion should be muted about the decision by the franchise to bench big man Andre Drummond while they seek a trade for him. Obviously, there's conversations that we've had with our guys as far as this process goes that everybody's not privy to. But again, guys have a right to speak their voice, and organizations have to do what's best for the organization. I think that's kind of how it works, and it shouldn't be a two-way street, so to speak. Hmm, he's got a future in TV, man. There it is. <laughs> right down the middle. <laughs> everybody's not privy. Well, he doesn't have the cachet to be criticizing Draymond Green. Let's call it like it is. And you can't. Draymond Green's on the right side of history. So you just can't. There's a line of thinking in the NBA that is completely, uh, I don't want to say necessarily acceptable, but you are able to voice that with very little blowback. If you go over here now and say something, whoa, we don't know what over here is because nobody's done it because they can. 
Because if they could try, I, could I they will just be blacklisted. Maybe, but I don't want to find out. So right. I don't, but over go, here... You go over there first. You can say pretty much whatever you want. Popovich, Kerr, blah, blah, blah. And you just keep rolling. And Bickerstaff, yeah. you know, he hasn't won nearly enough to be saying what he really wants to say here. Andre's not good enough. Deal with it. Well, that... No, I think it's more towards uh, Draymond. Like, shut the hell up! You don't know what you're talking about here. That's what I was We've, thinking. Ah. W- yeah, I mean, DJ's not going to say that. Come on, but that, what he's saying is that we've we've already done all these conversations with Dr- Andre Drummond here and everything, and you're just popping off because you're bored and your team isn't very good, so you're not getting the attention that you're used to when you're winning seven. Now games. we're getting to the heat of the matter right there. <laughs> yes. If his team was better and he was getting attention because of, you know, the race with the Jazz for the one seat or whatever, would he be saying all this stuff? Or no, he'd be talking not. about how good the team is, the race, guys coming back and getting healthy, the young guys fitting in. Maybe not, but I, I got to say that Draymond makes me think when he speaks. And so I would encourage him to speak because he does make me think. But isn't that, isn't a lot of what he's, if we're going to get into what he's talking about, what he's complaining about, the reason people don't come down on it completely, even though people do get tired of Draymond going off. I think that's the biggest thing is like, oh, Draymond's going off again. But it's like, there's a fundamental imbalance between being an employee and being an employer. Now, that imbalance looks different in sports because players can be traded, you know, and so that's kind of unique. Um, You don't see accountants traded you don't see teachers traded, but there's a fundamental imbalance between being an employer and an employee. I mean, there is, but I also think the average uh, worker, U.S. dude, gal, looks at they the get turned off because of the amount of money. Yes. Yeah. And, and you can retire at 32 and never have to work again if you've handled your money correctly. I mean, we've read stories. And I, I have a, a, a friend of mine's brother played in the NBA you know that's what he did mm-hmm. and so handle his money correctly and you're good to go and the teacher has to work 45 years <laughs> so I think there's that thing it would and you, and you don't want it to have to come down to money but money's the th- it comes down to everything every all the time people, people look go. at it and they go oh man shut up you're making tw- Andre Drummond who's a decent player my guess is he's making over 20 mil a year All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State loses at Boise State. 79-70 is a one-point game with five minutes to go, 65-64. But the Broncos controlled the final five minutes. They finished the game on a 14-6 run, and they survive a massive game from Nemesh Keita. 32 points. 10 rebounds for Kata. Those are huge numbers in a 40-minute college game, but they survive them, and now the Broncos have first place in the Mountain West, at least until Friday when the two teams play again. Well, it sets up a huge showdown Friday, that's for sure, and that's, I agree, it was exactly, that was a good game. You know, it was back and forth. No team was really ahead in terms of, wow, they've got this game until the end. Uh, the Aggies had a tough time hitting a shot at the end that particularly hit a three-pointer. Just couldn't find one to, to really put the pressure on at the end, but 
Boise guess is better than we think. You know, I don't watch them very much, I'll be honest. Uh, I did see them play against BYU, saw them play a lot last night, particularly the first half until the Jazz game started, then it was flicking back and forth. But the Aggies had their chances, so they got to regroup and have this opportunity on Friday. College Hoops tonight. BYU is playing Pacific, 6 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. That game's in Stockton. Three conference games left for BYU. The Utes, it's a, it's a crazy week here. They're going to play uh, Oregon State tonight, Oregon on the weekend. Both those games are on the road. And then they come back to make up a game that they missed with Oregon State earlier this year on Monday night at home. So Oregon State, Oregon, Oregon State, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. And Oregon State, uh, a lot like the Utes, record-wise. The Utes are 6-7, and seven, Oregon State's 6-8 and eight in conference play. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's hard to get a, a gauge on so many of these teams because they've got players coming and going and games missed and all that. It's, it's, it's so ragged. Just the opportunity to get out there and play some ball, I think, is the most important thing. You know, neither of these teams are going anywhere, I wouldn't think. But get them out there to play some basketball. And for the Utes, you know, if they don't have guys transfer, they'll bring everybody back. And uh, So well, we'll see about that. I mean, it seems like every year they have guys transfer. So I can't say that they won't this year. Or Allen make himself available if he's NBA uh, material, possibly. It looks minimally. It looks like he's G League material. Uh, maybe has an opportunity in the right situation to make a team. Who knows? I'm not going to count him out. But uh, that's an off-season decision, obviously. So I'm just glad that they can get back out on the floor. I've been saying this is somewhat of a broken record now. Big Sky action. Uh, Sacramento State uh, is at Southern Utah. And your Northern Arizona Lumberjacks are at Weber State. Oh, I'll be going that game decked out in my blue and yellow. Yeah. SUU, Weber State, Idaho State uh, in a virtual tie for second place. A game and a half behind Eastern Washington in the Big Sky Race. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. NCAA extended the recruiting dead period through May 31st. So there will be over a calendar year with no in-person recruiting being allowed in all sports. You have whole recruiting classes here, which if you're not going, I mean, if you're going to a local or regional school, maybe you, maybe you took a trip and you've been on campus, but a lot of kids will also be going to schools that they've never been to PK and haven't done that whole face-to-face. It's a very different deal now. I don't know about that. I don't know how many kids have not gone to the actual school. I mean, I don't think there's going to be armed guards at the border if you want to. No, you can do those self, those self-funded trips, but yeah. So, but you can't say that there's going to be many who haven't been to the school that they're going to. I don't know that. I, I, I really have no idea how many of those kids actually are going to have that situation. I'm sure there's some. There's some in everything. I was telling Yak earlier this morning, the Devils got a commitment from a safety from Hannondale. Now, that is the legendary location of the three, three Utes who came west. Moss and Huntley and... Simpkins, so uh, must be a really good uh, football program. They got a commitment, and his best buddy is interested. So the Devils going in and shutting out that pipeline to SLC. How about that? <laughs> and uh, getting their hooks into Florida. Well, you got to go somewhere because you ain't getting the local kids. <laughs> the Nebraska-Illinois game scheduled for August 28th in Dublin, Ireland, will not be played in the Emerald Isle this year due to the pandemic. They're going to play that in Champaign, Illinois. 
Never mind not going to Ireland for the big crowd. That's too bad. Too bad for the kids because my guess is not a lot of them have been to Ireland. It's one of the places I need to go and, and walk the turf in which my grandfather walked. There's two countries over there in Europe. I got one who came from Italy and the other who came from Ireland. Both of their names are on the wall at, uh, at the island there in New York, which is actually in New Jersey, the waters, if you go technically Ellis Island there. So uh, I, the, the, game, the game's the game, but an opportunity to get a free trip and to experience something that you haven't experienced it's unfortunate that you can't get that opportunity. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. He reiterated that to us, that he wants to continue to play. And we, we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. With Ben's current uh, cap number, um, some adjustment will have to be made. And what will that adjustment be? We're just talking about how it's all about the money. Roethlisberger says he's willing to take a big cut. Yeah. The forty-one million. Will he cut it in half? Will he cut it by a quarter, three quarters, two thirds? What's it going to be? And then I've, I've read the whole line of thinking that Mason Rudolph is in the last year of his deal, and they want him to play for a year to figure out if they should keep him and he's the guy or not. He ain't it. <laughs> Yuck, well, they also got uh, their he guy uh, Haskins that they just signed. Yeah, yep. Dwayne Haskins as well. By the way, coming out just this morning, literally minutes ago, the salary f- cap floor this year was supposed to be 175 million. The NFL just announced it would actually be 180 million, so an extra five million per team. Sweet, uh, Mason Rudolph. I don't know. I mean, they, he's been around for a long time. You know, is he another Tannehill? You get an opportunity. Look good, but Yox obviously. Yox says no. Yox strikes down his career. I know Mason Rudolph is. Uh, I just saw he's dating some tennis player mm-hmm. who's on the tour. So good for him. I think that uh, Roethlisberger will probably come to some type of agreement because it seems like, man, he really is Mr. Pittsburgh. When you think of Pittsburgh quarterbacks, you're going to think of Bradshaw and Roethlisberger. Am I missing anybody? Neil O'Donnell, Cordell okay. Stewart. Come on. Okay, Mark Malone. I mean, there's obviously <laughs> been guys. There's been guys who've played quarterback. Uh, those Super Bowl, those, those Super Bowl victories set those two guys aside. But Roethlisberger has been an institution yeah. in Pittsburgh. It's amazing. Good for him. Yeah. So I would think that he would just as soon finish it out there. I mean, you you look at Pittsburgh and and you look at their their coaches in our lifetime, right? They just had three coaches, and then. Basically, in our lifetime, they've had two quarterbacks. That's exaggerating a little bit, but uh, Roethlisberger has been there for so, so long. 2004, he got the gig. And now, here yeah. we sit Going in 2021, debating whether a, he's going to get another year or not. That's that's just incredible. Former NFL wide receiver Vincent Jackson may have been suffering from chronic alcoholism and concussions at the time of his death earlier this week at the age of 38, according to his family. He knew something was up. It was pretty unusual way everything was described there. And, you know, is that what it is? And the family clearly thinks it is. So, and well, it seems like that. in the NFL, every, I don't know what the duration would be, few years, couple years, there's a story that surfaces like this. Yep, you're right. And I think a lot of people draw it back to concussions and CT. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's that's where it that's comes the back story, to. right? Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 
The pitch to Tatis is swung on and hit out to deep right field. It is up and out a grand slam for Fernando Tatis Jr. The pitch is in the air deep towards right field. Fowler going back onto the warning track. Looking up, gonna go! He did it again! Fernando Tatis Jr. with his second home run in his many innings. Well, that paid off literally, PK. It literally paid off. (laughs) Great news. 14 years. $340 $340 million for Fernando Tatis Jr. He's 22 years old. What I wouldn't give to be Fernando Tatis the third. <laughs> the fourth, <laughs> the fifth. This is incredible. You know, not so much the annual because the annual comes out to what, about 24-ish? Uh, somewhere there, give or take a little bit. Uh, so the, the annual salary, there's guys making more than that. But the 14-year deal is like, oh, my goodness, man. This is unheard of. But for the Padres to do this, and I I believe I'd have to look at the the contract, but in baseball, these things are guaranteed. And he is a phenomenal player. I go back to that time, what was it, two, three years ago, I saw him in spring training, and he scored from first on a single. And he wasn't running. It wasn't like he was stealing. Is it the flair that he plays with, the talent that he has? It's just absolutely amazing. He's uh, he's not homegrown because the, I think they was he was involved in the White Sox yep. deal with James Shields. But you know he his dad played in the bigs as we know, and so he has extensive experience in the U.S., which means his English is excellent. So I mean he can be basically what Ortiz and Pedro were to Boston. He can be that type of Dominican player, a foreign guy, and he's somewhat of a – I mean, he is a foreigner, but it's somewhat mitigated as opposed to Martinez and Ortiz literally were from and and grew up in the Dominican and all that. So Fernando does have a lot of experience in the U.S., but still, he is a Dominican. Let's not mistake that. And he can be that type of franchise guy in the way Tony Gwynn was. Now, Tony Gwynn will be the first love, and you never replace the first love, just like with the statues here, but you can build upon it for sure. And this has this opportunity. And, I mean, I'm going to San Diego to see if I can get some money because it seems like everybody's getting it. <laughs> the, uh, I saw a story last night that the, they've got uh, $820 million or something like that committed to the infield. Like, who are oh, you? Just guys? on the one side there's of the been, infield. Well, that's where most there's, of it is. Five, that's that's about five hundred million across yeah. one side. Yeah, of the, it, yeah, the left side, short and third, are getting the big, big money because Machado. He's they've spent a he, billion dollars. Yeah, he's not missing a payday, and this is so not the Padres' yeah, way you of keep doing saying business. That I mean, you it's can, unbelievable. But it's PK. today. It's I know not, it is. I know it is, and it's this owner and the other owners. You know, so different, whatever. That. But it's still a shock to you. The live system. in the past. It's a no, shock. It's, it's, to not, the it's not a shock to the system it is. when you add Darvish, when you add Snell, when you add Machado, when you add Hosmer. It may be a shock to your system, but it's not the shock to anybody's system who's following it. They've it literally look never back done to, this before. And, didn't, and can name you the starting lineup from 1984, but couldn't name you anybody from 1997. So, I mean, that, I get that. Actually, that, that's that's the one time in that mid to late 90s that they actually did a little bit of this. Okay, and well, now the numbers are way bigger. This is, and, and I saw a thing on uh, fan dual sports or something. They have a 91% chance of making the postseason second only, only, not uh, second only, which means nobody else is ahead of them except one team, and that's the Dodgers. Yep. Not even the Yankees. 
Turned down MLB Network last night uh, in between all the basketball watching to see if they were saying anything about it, and they were breaking down the Yankee pitching rotation. Well, it, it might have been taped. I know. Dave. I know, but I want them to break into programming. This is the Padres. It's important. Let's go. Well, they put the. I watch MLB Network just about every day in the winter. And what they do is a lot of their programming is live during the day, and then they rerun it at night. So watch today, and I'm sure they'll be talking about it. Toronto Blue Jays are going to play their first two homestands of the regular season at their spring training facility in Florida. And then we'll see where they go from that. Obviously, the Raptors are... Playing their whole season in Tampa Bay, so we'll see where it goes. But they that's how the Blue Jays are Lake, man. <laughs> come yeah. on. I played in Buffalo last year. Why not come to Salt Lake? I mean, I, I, that that stadium is just absolutely awesome. We've all been there. Tim Tebow announced his retirement from baseball after five years with the Mets organization. Made it to AAA in 2019. Good for him. He sold a lot of tickets in a lot of minor league and parks. And he lives out a dream. Who cares yeah. that he didn't make it to the big leagues? If you told me that when I was a senior in high school that I could play for another five years and I would make it to AAA. You'd have oh, been pumped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You'd have been pumped. Oh, and also you get to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, that's, that's beside the point. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where his money's going to come from. It'd be a first-round draft pick in the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah, of course that. But I'm talking about my love of baseball. I mean, I, I couldn't even watch a baseball game for about 10 years. I was so heartbroken because I sucked, and the game was stripped from me. I didn't leave the game. The game left me, and he got to do it for another f- for five years. Good for him. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up next, PK already mentioned it, the question of the day. Ho, hum. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. <laughs>